Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. Super excited to be here with you guys today. We have an awesome guest and we're going to be talking about all things intuitive and business. So I'm really excited about today's episode. Susie, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kate. I'm so excited to be here. I'll tell you a little bit about myself and what I do, just to give you a little bit of an idea. So I am a tarot reader, an intuitive business and life coach. I also work with the Akashic Records, the Moon Cycles, crystals, herbs, and all of those amazing things that the earth supplies for us to help us on our journeys, to help us to heal, and to help us to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. So I amalgamate all of these different things into my various coaching packages, readings, and products and services that I offer to my clients. So primarily, I help my clients to build profitable soul aligned businesses by helping them to clear some of the things that we take on Mm -hmm. from past lives, from our ancestors, our our own belief systems that we have built from our caretakers and from the experiences, society, and all of those different things. So it is a bit of an amalgamation of lots of different things, but it's all the things that I'm really, really passionate about. Awesome. I love it. I love to use, you know, different types of cards and crystals. So we're definitely on the same page with that, which I know you and I chatted about before anyhow, but I just find it so interesting. And I think if we're not using these pieces, you know, to really help us guide ourselves, 
And I would love to know your opinion on this. It really comes down to, for me, like the self-trust aspect. And I've been able to gain more trust with my path or with myself by using these tools or having someone like yourself, you know, to bounce ideas off of. And what would you say about self-trust and starting a business? You know, how important is that? And how can some of our listeners that maybe are early on in their journeys and not so sure, you know, about this path as they're kind of taking this leap, how can we give them some advice on, you know, building that? Absolutely. I think trust is so, so important. If we don't have the trust in ourselves and our gifts, our talents, our knowledge, and all of the things that we possess, then our clients are not going to trust us because we're not putting out the energy that we know that we are an expert and that we are here to help, right? So it's so important at the beginning of your journey. And I start all of my coaching programs with knowing who you are at your core, right? Because if you don't know who you are and what you're here to do, what your sole purpose is, what your sole mission is, then the people that you get in front of are not going to know who you are either. And that's going to be a really, really difficult place to make sales from, right? So having that trust in yourself, but also I feel it is linked very much. If you look at the fool card in the tarot deck, for me, the fool is talking about taking that leap of faith and trusting in yourself and trusting in the journey that the universe is taking you on, right? So trusting in the universe and that the universe will provide for us as we go on this journey, right? Of self-trust, of self-belief, of you know, getting our talents and our gifts out there to the world, then it's really, really important to then believe, right, in what we're doing. Because if we don't, nobody else is going to, right? And again, yeah. sales is gonna be so hard. Yeah, it's so true. You know, recently I actually went through a pivot, which I shared with you. And as I was pivoting, there was definitely a little bit of that questioning of myself, you know, like how much am I bringing to the table with this new service? Because before I had done it for four years and it was all built by me, you know, and it felt I would say like masculine, it was very kind of like step-by-step, here's what we do, here's the game plan. And once I entered into mentorship and more coaching, it was so much more fluid that I didn't really have a blueprint, you know? (laughs) I have one now, but it's very you know, flexible, we might say to that person, just because each person is so different. And I think that that's an aspect that I was missing in my last business, but because social medias can be feel very masculine coming from a marketing point of view, that was what people were craving coming from me you know, in that side of the industry. So now that I've moved into more of this like feminine side, I find it difficult at times to build the trust. So thank you so much for sharing that and really just like getting back to who we are, because I think that that is really at the end of the day, like the most important reason why we're doing this, you know, of course we're doing it for our clients, but we really are doing it for us and our self-growth. And that's been like a whole awareness that I had to gain as well, you know, as I've transitioned. And I would love to know more about your journey and kind of how you got here and what got you to this position now in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So 
about 12, 13 years ago, I ended a relationship. And I think so many people start from this point, right? So it was a narcissistic relationship. And I just got to the point where enough is enough. Yeah. Right. And I stood my ground and thought, you know what? I deserve better than this. I can't keep doing this. So as I ended the relationship, I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a tarot reading. And I'd never had a tarot reading. I bought some tarot cards when I was a teenager, but never learned how to read them or anything. So this amazing woman came to my house and she gave me a reading and she said, you are here to be a healer. I love your energy so much. I'm going to initiate you into Reiki. So that is where I started. And because obviously being a, a single mother to three children yeah. and not having an income all of a sudden, because I lost the, we had a business. So when I lost, when I threw him out, I lost the business as well. So no income. So she took me through level one and level two. And I thought, well, I want to know more. Mm. Right. And the, just this desire to know more. So then I joined a spiritual group. And I learned more about angels and crystals and all of these things. And the woman that ran the group taught me tarot. So I learned tarot in a day. Wow. Right? Probably not even a day, maybe six hours. Right. And that was like really that integrated so much in me. Yeah. That within a couple of months, I got a job on Psychic TV. Oh and started working there as well as you know doing some reiki and all of those things and from that point i'm like a magpie i have to know and learn different things so i didn't want to work on psychic tv anymore because i didn't want to do those kind of readings so i started looking at business because i was setting up my business i was asking tarot well who are my sole clients then and it's like duh, duh. <laughs> that's a great thing for people all right and it just kind of progressed. I did obviously a coaching certification. And then I learned more about angels and crystals and herbs are, are very much, as you can probably see. I know the clients, the, the, hit, the listeners can't see, but I've got herbs all around me. And just playing with those for my own healing. Mm. Um, you know, I use tarot for myself every single day, right? I will pull a card and say, oh, what do I need to know today? Or what do I want to focus on? Or what message from the universe? Or whatever it may be. So I work with tarot every single day because it's so powerful. Mm. And since I've learned the Akashic records, I now go into my business records on a daily basis to find out, you know, what I need to know. So I may go in and ask specific questions. Or I may just have them open around me for inspiration, guidance, and all of those things. Yeah. So it has been a journey. And on that journey, I've learned so much. I've helped so many people, which I'm just, you know, so grateful for. But I've also manifested my soulmate. I manifested him about 11 years ago. And I manifested my dream home here in Italy. I love it. Of course, I've been working with manifestation, law of attraction and all of those things. I think, you know, a big message that I can really give to your listeners is if you believe in yourself mm. and you trust in yourself and you trust in the journey that the universe is taking you on and you take responsibility for your life you can create anything like literally anything that you want to create that's amazing that's such an inspiring 
thing to hear you say, like how you've been able to really curate your whole life out of just this one experience of you showing up, you know, at this tarot card readers or she's showing up at your house or however it ended up. Like, I love how she said you're here to be a healer. I think that's going to be the title of today's episode because I just, I have goosebumps. Like it feels so powerful. And I know for my own journey, because I think I'm just starting to embark on, you know, this part of me and discovering that healer within me. And it is a little bit scary at times. Like, I would love to hear your reaction of when you really started to see these manifestations come about, because I know for me, I think subconsciously at times I'm like, whoa, you know, like this is wild. It's so powerful once you can really set into it. So can you tell me about some of those actions that you saw or things that you were able to create and come about? Yeah, absolutely. When I think about manifesting the house, because that was my my biggest one. I knew that I didn't want to live in the UK anymore. I didn't want a mortgage. I, you know, I didn't want the whole kind of thing. And the spiritual journey had taught me, I'd had many manifestations before, right? But when you're so in alignment with what it is that you're trying to manifest, right? It just happens so easily. Mm. Right. At that point, I think I was something like 165,000 pounds in debt with the mortgage and, and everything else, right? And it's like, when we first decided we were moving to Italy, because we'd come to Rome and it's like, oh my God, we we feel at home, both of us, my partner and I, and like, we've got to move to Italy. And then logic comes in with, well, how are we going to do that, right? Yeah. How are we, We've got five kids between us, right? How are we going to do that? We've got two houses. How are we going to do that, right? And you just start to question yourself, Right. But it's like, right, no, we're going to do this, right? We both really, really wanted it. So we started by creating a vision board with with my two of my girls, because one wasn't going to move with us. Um, and we thought about all the things that we wanted. Then we started looking online at, you know, the houses. And questions come in like, you know, I'm not going to have enough equity in my house. How, how much cash can I get together? You know, all of those things, they all come in, right? Because they're how we're taught to think. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm ignoring that because the money will be there, right? So um, I put my house on the market and thought, right, we're going for this. So I put I put my house on the market and um, it sold like really quickly. I think well, a couple of weeks and it, and it was sold, right? And then I came to Italy with my youngest daughter and we looked at some houses and there was this one house, right? And I kept saying, that is the wrong region, right? I, I want to be down a region. Yeah. Uh, it's the wrong region. And I thought, you know what? We'll go and see it. It was the wrong layout. It was the wrong region. And on paper, it was the wrong everything. I drove up to this house. I was like, that's my house. Oh my gosh. That is my house. Yeah. I literally drove up the drive and I felt home. Wow. And it's like, oh my God, this is my house. So I put my offer in. So I got £10,000 more for my house. Oh my God. Than I, expected. I got £10,000 off of this place. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like everything yeah. just flowed. 
right? We have to take action with our manifestations. We can't just say, right, universe, I want a new house in Italy. Yeah, like, We have to take action. So I had to put the house on the market. I had to do research. I had to fill in paperwork. I had to, you know, come and see the houses and all of those kind of things. So we do have to take the action, right? But when it's aligned with our soul's true desire, it like it literally, it happens, right? And it flows, one thing, one step at a time. So literally, I put in the offer for the house and we moved in six weeks later. My gosh, so fast. So fast. And that would never have happened if it wasn't in alignment. You think you it, it's probably pretty hard to move country, yeah. <laughs> children, <laughs> jobs yeah. in six weeks, right? Just happened. It was easy. Wow. It was really, really easy. Now, I will tell you the funny parts of this story is that I came house hunting with my youngest daughter. <laughs> my partner didn't see the house till the day we drove up. My God. <laughs> and his response was, oh my, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> but from the minute of being here, so the initial look of the house, because obviously it's a, it was a renovation. Yeah. He felt at home. Oh, yeah. He felt at home too. So everything was, you know, moved and orchestrated by the universe to help us to do that. And you know when you're taking the right steps because you feel it in your body. Yeah. Right? It feels aligned. It feels exciting. It feels incredible. Right? If you feel like you're stepping through mud to try and make things manifest, they're not in alignment with you. And I think that's something that is is important to remember, right? If you're trying to manifest something that isn't in alignment with you, it's not going to manifest. It doesn't matter how much action you put into it. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So if this wasn't in alignment, it wouldn't have happened. Wow. I love this. So in our previous episode, right before this one that you and I are recording, that will be coming out, we actually talk about coaches and how to hire them. And, you know, we touch on feeling in the body and really connecting the mind to the body. Because for me, I'm actually a PTSD recovering. You know, I was diagnosed last year. So I've been living out of my body the majority of my life. And I had just become aware of it, you know, a year and a half ago. And I'm like, freaked out. So I've been really doing a lot of work. Like I hired a mind body coach. I feel so much more connected to my body, but again, it's kind of building that trust muscle. You know, it feels like I'm starting from when I was six years old again. Like I even had a lot of flashbacks when I was younger and I really felt like an intuitive connection And I have been feeling that now that I've pivoted and changed my business. I think it was literally like I had no other choice. You know, I had to make this change. And is that also how you felt? It's kind of like, I see this opportunity. I have, it's almost like I literally will hate myself if I don't take action, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because things start to feel out of alignment. Right. And you start to feel stuck. You start to lose motivation and focus and concentration and all of those different things. Right. So 
by being in alignment and tuning in with your body, like there are lots of exercises you can do to tune in with your body and what it's telling you, right? Your body has intelligence. Mm. Your intuition, your soul can guide you and help you by giving you information, Mm. right? And you can then tune in with your body to see if it feels in alignment with you, right? So by doing all of these things, and checking it, we've all heard of gut feelings, right? You know, that gut feeling when you walk in a room and you you get a feeling that, oh, you don't like something or someone in this room, right? That's your intuition talking to you. And I think it's important to say you don't always need to know why. Mm, I love right? that. You need to trust the feeling, right? You don't need to know why. Um, you feel bad it could be that you know someone's just out of alignment with you they're not your kind of person the details of what they've done how they've done it why they're not in alignment with you you just need to know they're not your person right so that gut feeling that intuitive hit however you want to call it that's a long way right because your soul knows what you're here to do it knows what you're here to experience, what you're here to learn, how you're here to show up, what your purpose is, what your mission is, all the things, right? If you're here to to run a business, then it knows what you're here to do. So by connecting into your soul, it's something you can do yourself by asking yourself questions and feeling and journaling and all of those things. Or you can come to someone like me who can take you into your records or use tarot, and really dig deep into what you're here to do, right? So there are different ways to do things. That is going to be your compass yeah. for moving forwards. I love that. And a lot of people that, that come to me don't know their, their sole purpose, right? They're feeling lost. They're feeling unfulfilled. They're feeling down, I suppose, quite quite low that, you know, they don't know what their next step is. And it's because they don't know what their purpose is and they've lost their identity along the way, right? We talked, we spoke about identity. So, you know, when we become mothers, wives, doggy owners, you know, whatever, we take on that identity, right, of, of, of being the wife or being the mother. And that's all we see ourselves as, right, of, of being the mother, right? So we have to go back into who we really are and what our sole purpose is and why we're here. Right. So that we can show up authentically in our lives and attract the right people towards us. So it's all about identity and purpose. I love that. I love how you brought back the identity, because I also think, you know, and if you're comfortable with us talking about this with everything the world has gone through as well, it kind of put us in these bubbles where we literally couldn't escape that identity, you know, like for myself, my boyfriend and I bought a home the week of the Philadelphia shutdown. So we were like, you know, we're in this together. We have the mortgage, the world is like ending. It feels like, you know, and now we're stuck in this house and we had never lived with a significant other before. So really challenging. And I totally took on that role of like, caretaker, cleaner, you know, setting up the house. He's like working. I have my own business, but it was slowed down because of everything going on. And I had totally taken on that identity without even being aware of it. It's, 
I love how you mentioned sometimes it's really subconscious. Like you have hmm. to gain the awareness around it to say, this isn't the only thing that I am. I'm so many different things and I can be all of those things at once too. I think that that was really hard for me. And what will you guide your clients on if they're struggling with that? Like how to kind of compartmentalize these identities, but also be able to be them all at one time. Like we are the best friend. We are the wife. We are the mom. We are all of those things at one time. And that's okay. You know? Absolutely. Otherwise we can just kind of get lost. And if we don't know all of the parts of ourselves, we're lacking that identity. And it's that it's our identity that connects us with others, right? So if the only thing that you know is that you're a mother, right, and you're you're starting a business, but your ideal clients aren't mothers, you're never going to connect with them, right? So it is important to know all the parts of yourself, right? Know your gifts, know your talents. They're all a part of your identity, right? So if I was talking about my identity, yes, I would mention that I'm a mother and a partner and all of those things. But I would also say intuitive, psychic, tarot reader, classic record reader, witch, all of those things, right? Because they're, they're all different parts that make me whole. Yeah. Right. So if we're only identifying with mother, you're probably missing like 97% of what's what makes you whole. I love how you mentioned that too, because it's kind of like the ones that I was pulling on was based off of other people as well, you know, and mm-hmm. the characteristics that you described were just for you, you know, and I think that that's what I'm on the path of discovering. And, you know, I would love to get your opinion on this because I'm sure that you've worked with entrepreneurs in a similar situation as me as well. And I had really like solidified my identity to my business. So anytime I, a client would be upset, you know, it was like my whole day is ruined. Like I am the people pleaser, fixer, bending over backwards to make this client happy. And now I realized, you know, they're just not my people. Like that wasn't the energy that I needed. You know, I'm a very calm person. (laughs) Like funny enough, I haven't identified as that my whole life. But as I've done healing, I just am. I can be very laid back. It's like I'm not a really urgent person. And they were, and at that time in my life, I was as well. So it was very interesting how I was attracting them, but it started to hinder my identity, you know, or maybe even heighten my identity. I don't even know what the correct rhetoric would be for that, but it was really challenging. You know, I'm like, I'm disappointing everyone around me and I'm working all hours of the day and like felt like I was giving it my all, but it wasn't making them happy. And in return, then it was making myself unhappy because I was putting so much weight in their hands, you know, of me. So what may you say to, you know, an entrepreneur that's earlier on or, you know, going through this pivot where it's like, oh, that is no longer me. You know, I can just be this and that can be enough, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important, especially when starting, we we want to serve, right? Yeah. And that's so important. We want clients, we want to serve. 
So we tend to serve everybody. Yeah. Right? And that's actually the last thing that you want to be doing. You want to be looking at a group of people that light you up, right? So you need to think, really think about who you want to serve. Okay, so think about their characteristics, right? Biggest one, pay on time, show up on time, do the work, um, refer you to their friends. You know, you want to think about all of these things that the clients have right? But it's also important that they resonate within you, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to attract things, people, sorry, that reflect in you, right? So if you hire a coach and don't pay on time, right, that's going to reflect, right? Um, So it is important that you know the kind of people that you want to work with. And this is just one part of identifying who your soul clients are, Mm -hmm. right? But um, because you want to know the the niche and all of those kind of things, but knowing their personality traits, their attributes, their characteristics are going to be really, really powerful. And that's exactly what I used to call him my soulmate, right? Because he had to have certain characteristics and um, and attributes and all of those kind of things. So you want the same thing in your business when you're calling in those clients. You want to make sure that you're working with clients that are in alignment with you that you are excited to get on a zoom call with that you are excited to work with and support rather than just calling in the clients right so which then takes us on to the the whole other thing of taking on all the clients because you need money right and then we're going into a whole scarcity and lack and a whole other story right but to, to keep it here Right. In what we're talking about, really think about who you want to be working with. Let go of the need. And this can be very, very hard for spiritual entrepreneurs that are just starting. Yeah. Let go of the need for working with everybody. Right. So if you're looking at, you know, tarot, Reiki, all the healing services, they serve everybody worldwide. But you you still need to niche down. Right. Because I think one of the biggest things that I learned was by talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And that's a big thing, right? So you do, so I would say first step is really think about the characteristics, attributes, and personalities of the clients you want to work with. Yeah, I love that. And also from a marketing standpoint, you know, to like not bring it back to the masculine, but that also, it's just not effective, you know, um, what you're describing as well is like, we have to know who we're talking to. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, I think for me, it's like, I found that niche, but what within that niche is like exactly how you said, like those personalities traits, like a few of the clients that I'm working with now, it's so exciting. I can't wait to talk with them, you know, and I have a problem which stems from scarcity of always thinking about the future rather than just being so happy with the amazing people I have right now, you know, and also trusting that those amazing people will bring other amazing people, you know, just through the energy and conversation. It's like, even if we don't end up working with them, even if I'm just meeting their friends, like, it's a whole nother like energetic boost, which has been so great. And I'm actually speaking about one of our last podcast episodes. My client came on, she brought her best friend from high school and it was like, just such a great conversation. You just never know, you know, what's going to happen. And I think that that's exactly what you're describing here as well. It's like, 
trusting and allowing things to unfold and knowing that you will eventually find your ideal client, you know, for our listeners that maybe are like, oh, I've never even found that person, you know, and I, for myself, I've absolutely been there. Entering into entrepreneurship was a whole new world that I had no clue even existed, you know, like my family's very corporate, like they started their own businesses, but it was brick and mortar and very like real estate. So just a completely different world than the holistic online entrepreneurs, you know, world. It's like so welcoming. And that's what drew me to it so much. So I'm just so glad to have you here. And is there anything else that you want to share with us? I feel like everything you gave us today was just amazing. I'm going to be like re-listening to this. And I just think it's miraculous what you've been able to create. It's really inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. I hope to inspire many, many people um, with different things. I'm not going to share too much more because we can get to a point of overload. Yes. (laughs) And that's really, really important. And that's something that I'm very, very aware of when I'm working with people is not to overload too much information. I may be able to take it on, but that doesn't mean that everybody else is able to, to take it on. So if you're starting in business, I would suggest, you know, really getting clear on who you are, right? And what you have to offer, what your core values are, um, and all of those things, right, as a starting point in moving forwards. Because if you don't know who you are, your clients won't know who you are. Okay. And that is absolutely key to running a successful business. Oh my gosh, I love it. Perfect ending to today's episode. And really great advice. We've had no one say that in the past as well. So for our listeners, like this is the episode that you needed to hear today. Know intuitively that you were meant to be here and get this message as well. And Susie, can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you if they're interested in connecting outside of, you know, the end in mind? Yes, absolutely. So my website is susieedwards.com, which is S-U-Z-I-E-D-W-A-R-D-S.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram, I'm Susie underscore Tuitif. And you can also email me at Susie at susieedwards.com. Perfect. And we'll have all the links below if you're driving, multitasking, just click the links and you can get in touch with Susie that way. Or if you want me to connect you both, I can always do that as well if that's easier for you all. So thank you so much for being here. It's been absolutely my pleasure to chat with you and share a little bit of inspiration, I hope, and a little bit of wisdom. Absolutely. It was amazing. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.